Hello and welcome to Sports View with Simon Ruvacaba. I'm your host, Simon Ruvacaba. It's time for our weekly segment, Head to Head. We have Katie Tromp, host of Sports Talk with Blog, Sports Talk with Tromp, a blog and uh, and uh, uh, podcast. Podcast. Sorry about that. And she's uh, she's the comeback queen. She she was our front front running a uh, wire to wire champion last year in the Pick'em in the in these head to heads. And I had a slight two-game lead uh, going into this last week, but uh, I went seven and nine, while she went eleven and five. And I uh, now she's up uh, for the season total. Um, she well, she's up by what twenty-six? Yeah, twenty-six, twenty-four. Now she so she was down by two. Now she's up by two. So it's time for me to mount my annual comeback and see if I can prevent. Uh, from this thing getting out of hand like it did last year. Uh, Katie, how you doing? Uh, how about them? How about your Cowboys? <laughs> I know, man. They are actually winning without Dak Prescott, man. I, I, I'm really surprised because, man, after he got injured and what even before he got injured, like the way the offense came out on the field, like I was already ready to throw in the towel week one. And it's it's nice that they got a couple wins to uh, to uh, give me some hope so that they that they can at least be a halfway decent team, hopefully, through the rest of the season. Yep. And I needed C.D. Lamb to have a great game. He fell just short, but uh, it only closed the gap. I am 0-3 in fantasy football, and I thought I had a solid team coming into the start of the season. But, uh, yeah, I fell short uh, because of C.D. Lamb needing just a few extra points. But uh, but I also well, – was... my, my fantasy leagues are full of <laughs> – competitors so it's not like uh, yeah. you're playing against a bunch of chump squads everybody's everybody's on the up and up so even though you're 0 and 3 it's not like you're you're playing against nobody's right yeah no no it, it's a competitive league that's why it's the one i look forward to you know i might i might be a fill-in for a few others you know when they when they need a, a player or two to, to to you know to have a league uh, but I don't really pay attention to those as much as I look forward to the crazy crackers league. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, it's, 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 it's exciting. I, it looked like, uh, in fact, CD was only projected to get like six points and, uh, but I, I thought he'd do better than that. And he did, but, uh, not, not quite enough, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'm getting there. We still haven't started by weeks. We do have the England game starting, uh, this week or, you know, the, the overseas games starting with, uh, uh, they might be going to Germany, in fact. Yeah, they, yeah. they go to Germany, I think, next month. Or, oh, okay. I know, I, know, I know they're going to London three times, Germany, Munich, Munich, Germany uh, for one, and then Mexico City for another. Yeah. So uh, so those are 6.30 a.m. kickoff games here on the West Coast. Um, but uh, And luckily, I'll be working. That's the start. That's my work start time. And I happen to work at a sports book. And by the way, again, these picks is my opinion. My predictive scores have nothing to do with Circa Sports. Circa Sports doesn't uh, endorse no, uh, in anything that I say or do on this show. So I had to throw that out there. And then with that <clears throat> being said, let's get started with that Thursday night game. Miami Dolphins at Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Dolphins, a surprise team, the upstart team. I thought that they were going to prove themselves worthy, but but not beat the Bills, and they ended up winning. I think riding off of that high on a short notice, though, with uh, going into Cincinnati is going to affect him. I, I actually think it's going to be a defensive battle and a bit sloppy at times. Uh, the Bengals, just uh, their offensive line just doesn't uh, – it's not, it's not coming together. 
And uh, like I said last week, it just doesn't seem like it's improving. Or, But I am going to go with Cincinnati in this one in a close defensive battle, 17-14. <clears throat> yeah, uh, this one is definitely going to be a fun matchup to watch just because it is nice that Cincinnati did get a win under their belt last week. They looked pretty solid last week as opposed to their first two games. Uh, so it looks like they, they got a little bit of footing and uh, maybe kind of found their winning ways last week. And then Miami, they are. They're playing great right now, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, but uh, Tua does seem to have a back issue right now, and it seems to be hampering him right now. So that could play a part into uh, what happens throughout this game. Um, I do like Cincinnati. They're at home. And like I said, they, they seem to get it going last week. I think they roll on into this week, have another good game. And I got Cincinnati winning 30-20. to 20. All right, a little more offense than than I think, but uh, but that's why they play the game. Uh, okay, now let's move on to Sunday games, starting with that game in Germany, Vikings. Yeah, and, this one's in London. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, in London. Uh, with the the Saints are considered the home team, but it's neutral territory and neutral territory with these two teams. Uh, my Vikings had a good comeback win, but uh, they're still not impressive to me. And the Saints haven't haven't impressed me, even though they loaded up their uh, with uh, this offseason with some uh, good name free agents. I still think that they're going to be a better second half team than the first half team this year by how it looks. Um, it wasn't my initial prediction, but that's just how it. Uh, you know, I expect them maybe after week six or seven to be kind of more well rounded. And have some cohesion going with the with the with with new squad with the new players and the free agents. So in this one though, overseas, um, it's, I'm staring right at London, UK. So in London, um, uh, give me the Vikings in a close one, 23-20. Yeah, uh, the Saints don't impress me at all either, and they're in, they're just battling injuries right now. You know, uh, Jameis Winston, he's got a fracture in his back. Uh, Kamara, uh, Alvin Kamara, he's got a fractured rib. Uh, so they, their offense is hurting, and uh, even if they weren't hurting, they're still really not that, that great offensively. Defensively, they're pretty good, um, but unfortunately for them, uh, I think Minnesota, they they they're a weird team. I, I've always said that about Minnesota. They're just a weird team where one week they're just going to score a bunch of points. The next, they're just going to let you down. This week, I think they're going to score a bunch of points. I like them offensively, and just New Orleans hasn't really uh, done anything to make me believe in them. So I've got Minnesota winning this one, 28-14. All right. And then uh, now moving on to the regular morning games. Uh, Bills at the Ravens. I think um, one thing I'm hearing – that reaction by uh, Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator of the Bills, is, seems to be pumping up the team, and that he want you know the coaching staff is there to win. They they have high expectations, just like the you know, players have the highest expectations of themselves. I think uh, I think they're going to come in here angry, pissed off, and uh, we're going to see them unload the playbook on the Ravens. But the Ravens, I mean, they're they're traditional with that defense, and they're at home. So I think that they're gonna play, and, and they're on they're on the road. They they haven't beaten, uh, they haven't they haven't stood out. Um, even though they've they've won, uh, uh, my I think the Bills are gonna squeak this one out. Nineteen seventeen. 
Yeah, I think this is going to be a great game just because I think both teams are really good. Uh, you know, you got uh, Lamar Jackson is just having a phenomenal season right now. He's just carrying the offense. And then defensively, not a lot of people are talking about this Ravens defense, but they actually have the most turnovers in the league right now. And they're just, they're actually really killing it. So um, I commend them and what they're doing. They're just, you know, back to old Baltimore Ravens football. Uh, but then you got Buffalo. And, and I don't really see Buffalo losing two games in a row. I just think they're too good of a team. Uh, you know, um, it was a close game last week, so it was a heartbreaker. I agree with you. I think uh, I think Dorsey's kind of reaction to it is going to fuel them. Um, I just think uh, there, it's going to be a back-and-forth battle between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. And I have uh, the Buffalo Bills winning a close one, 31-30. All right. Uh, we're all in agreement so far. Uh, now moving on, Bears at Giants. This actually, we're going from one of the best games of the week to probably one of the probably what could be one of the ugliest games. Um, I I I think the Giants being at home and having a little bit better offense um, and just overall, even I mean, they match up there defensively with the Bears. The Bears, right? There, you you think of the Bears a great defense because you know if you grew up with them, you know they're that 1985 Bears. So we always think of Bears and defense and Dick Butkus and all that, but they're not a, you know, a great defense and their offense struggles. And uh, although they, they look like they're building, they're on a foundation air building period. Um, it hasn't come together yet. And the giants are coming off the, the loss, but they didn't, they haven't looked too, too bad. Um, and, uh, and, you know, in the two weeks before that, they've taken some chances and been successful on, on some risk taking, I think that they pull out this one in uh, probably a sloppy played game. Give me the Giants 23-13. Yeah, I agree with you that this is going to be a really sloppy game just because neither team has really um, – they never they, neither one has really showed that, that anything about themselves. Like their offense, they're okay uh, at, on certain occasions, and then the next day, game they'll be they'll be really bad. Uh, then defensively, they might have a good game. Like just this past week, as a matter of fact, the Bears actually did have a really good defensive game. But you're right. They're, they're just a crapshoot type of team this year. But so are the Giants. Um, and with I, – I, I kind of like flipped the coin with this one, and I'm really just kind of thinking that Chicago's defense might step it up and make a few good plays and maybe uh, force a turnover here or there. And I got Chicago in a sloppy game, 17-13. to 13. All right. We both agree on the sloppiness of this game. This one's going to be ugly. <laughs> and then a game, uh, these these two teams could be Dr. Jekyll and, and Mr. Hyde, the Cleveland Browns at the Atlanta Falcons. Um, although the Falcons, uh, in their losses, they've hung in there. They they mounted a comeback against the Rams that fell short, and then they lost by one to the Saints, uh, and then they won last week. So, uh, and the Browns, you, you know, they came back, they, they cheated against the Panthers, and the um, and then and then they haven't won since then. But and everybody thinks Deshaun, you know, they're waiting if they can hang in there. And then Deshaun Watson is back for the last five games. I think Deshaun's just gonna sort of be breaking the rust when he does come back uh, to end the season. So I still I don't really see much from the Browns overall this season. Somebody on ESPN was ta- uh, radio this morning was talking about how he still has them as a playoff team. Uh, after you know, judging by teams after the first three weeks, I don't know. I don't. I just don't see that. I think the Falcons are a better team. Mariota's getting some things going, and they have that that that, that option with them at quarterback. He, you know, being a running threat, and I think he does enough of that to extend a few drives and control the uh, time of possession. 
And I like Atlanta 27-13. All right, yeah, I, this is another kind of uh, coin flip game for me as well. Just because I, I don't really believe in either team. I'm, I'm with you where it's like it, the Browns kind of feel like Watson's going to come right in and really change things around. And more than likely, he's not just because he has missed a year and a half of football by the time he gets back. So you're right. He's going to be knocking the rust off. And that's probably what the last end of the season is going to be, just him getting just knocking the rust off and getting back into playing football so yeah i don't think he's going to be their savior either at least for this year for sure uh but uh, atlanta uh they've had a couple of really good games offensively they look like they've got a lot going on um but i for some reason i'm just leaning towards cleveland uh it just seems like one of those weird games that they might win so i'm just going with cleveland just because that's what my gut's telling me i'm going cleveland 20 to 17 all right and you never know. Sometimes, uh, you know, they, they play a whole division's teams. They might just be competitive with the NFC South. So, you know, we already saw it against the Panthers. And then, uh, you know, we'll see how they do against the Falcons. Uh, now another good one, uh, Jaguars against the Eagles. The Jaguars were a team along with Miami that I thought I thought, I thought thought the same thing about both teams last week. Thought they were up upstart teams facing some established teams. I didn't think either would win last week, but I thought they'd be competitive to, to prove that they were worthy of competing with the top-level uh, teams, with the next-level teams. And uh, they're actually, to me, proving to be for real. And the Eagles, for me, although they're getting a lot of hype, and they had some, and they had a lot coming in to start the season. A lot of people were predicting them, NFC East. I didn't see it. Um, but And I still don't. I'm not so high on them. I'm not, I think they're overrated by the overall media and experts. And I think the Jaguars are, are for real. And then you got Doug Peterson coming back to Philly. It's going to be emotional there, and the team's going to play hard for him. Uh, give me the Jaguars in a close one, 27-24. Yeah, I was going back and forth on this one, too, just because of the, the Doug Peterson thing. And I'm with you on the Jaguars, where I think that uh, they – whether they're for real or not, they're definitely headed in the right direction, especially offensively. They really have it going on. Uh, defensively, they're also not doing bad either. So uh, they're right up there in uh, the turnover margin also. I am with you also on Philly where I'm not really sure if I believe in them or not, but I didn't know if that was just my Philly hatred or not. So you never know with that. Uh, but I do respect what Jalen Hurts has been doing. That dude has been carrying this team. And – I'm really actually shocked, too, because I'm looking at it right now, and the Eagles are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, which I just think is way too much just because uh, the Jaguars' offense can put up a lot of points. Um, but I don't think Jacksonville they, – they haven't convinced me yet. So I'm taking the Eagles in this one just because they're at home and really because the Jaguars haven't convinced me yet. I'm going to be 100% rooting for them, but I got the, the Eagles winning a close one, 31. All right, well, a few disagreements here, but that that's going to be a good game, I think, either way. We have Chargers at the Texans. This one was a weird one because the Chargers and Jaguars game was actually taken off the, the betting pools uh, right up until two hours before the start time. They weren't sure about uh, Herbert being uh, whether he was going to play or not. And uh, we at work, uh, he rem- and this reminded me of Colt McCoy where you realize he's the backup quarterback on some team and he's still in the league. Um, and we were all wondering who the backup in, in uh, with the Chargers was, and we had to look him up at the sports book, and it was uh, Chase Daniels. <laughs> so he and uh, we were like, "Whoa, he was good 20 years ago in college." But uh, yeah, but I actually thought that if, you know when these quarterbacks that have been career backups and they get a shot in these bigger games, 
Um, they, they, they almost always for a week or two can carry a team. And then kind of their, you know, the muscle memory or, or, or the sword, how is, you know, they end up not being 100% and they end up going back to the why, you know, you see why that, you know, they, they're backup quarterbacks, not starters, but they, they can be solid for a game or two. So even with this one, Herbert still, if he, if he isn't better, and, and even if Chase McDaniel, I just think they're going to go into Houston, be on a mission, be on a business trip, uh, business-minded. I think they're just going to go in there, beat the shit out of Houston, and then uh, go back to L.A. I mean, so I, I see this one blowout for the ch- Chargers, 38-10. Yeah, we, we almost have the same score, basically. Uh, I, I have the same feelings where I just think uh, Chargers are going to come in pissed off from uh, last week's loss. And uh, the, a great team to always uh, get going back on a winning streak is always against the <laughs> Texans uh, yeah. because uh, – you could barely even name a player on their squad. That's how horrible they are. Uh, so, yeah, I got the Chargers winning 42-10. to 10. All right, yeah. Yeah, similar scores. Uh, another team that, uh, you know, on these pick these last-man-standing type of, uh, of uh, contest, uh, almost everybody always goes against the Jets. So whoever's playing just a, a – and I think this is their last year as the complete laughing stock where you can kind of you – know, they're going to pull off some upsets, I think, this year, a couple – but uh, not come close to the playoffs. Uh, you know, their coach, Robert Sala, said they were taking receipts and all this, and I think this is another uh, loss that they're going to have to charge and uh, and have receipts for. I think the Steelers, being at home, nothing uh, big about them, nothing impressive. Trubisky's, you know, I, he's kind of warming the seat, the the, the bus up for, for uh, Pickett to take over at some point. I still think they have enough to beat the Jets you know, uh, in this one. 27-13. Yeah, uh, for me, Pittsburgh has been a, a awful team. I mean, offensively, they're just trash. Their offensive line sucks. Uh, Trubisky, he's just, uh, he, he doesn't want to throw the ball down the field. Uh, but their receivers are really good. So, I mean, they do have that going for them. And then they've got Najee Harris, if he's able to get past that horrifying offensive line. And then the defense hasn't looked that good since T.J. Watt got injured. So, I think the Steelers are just not in a good place and I think it's going to be a lot it's going to be difficult for them to get wins this year and I think for the Jets I think they're one of those teams where it's like one week they have a big game the next week they have a down game and so since they got beat pretty bad last week and they they do get Zach Wilson back this week I actually think they're going to go into Pittsburgh and I think they're going to get a pretty solid win I've got the Jets winning 24 to 7. All right. Well, here we are. And like I said, uh, the way the results have gone this year in the early in the first few weeks, it's any given Sunday. And so although I know we sound like a cliche radio program right now where where one person picks one team and the other picks the other and then somebody's correct. So somebody can brag about the next week. And this is unplanned. We don't uh, me and Katie don't talk beforehand. We don't share our picks. We're sharing them on the spot on the fly. So in fact, we agree on so many and it's it's a plausible uh uh, scenario for each one of our picks um, just shows you how competitive overall the competitive balance of the NFL is. And that's why we all love football and football is king when it's football season. Uh, and here we are deep, uh, you know, in the in major league baseball season, almost going in the playoffs and football rules over that in week four. So, um, but yeah, so that's where we're at. We don't plan this and we're not picking the opposite team on many of these so that we can, 
act like somebody's correct or we knew it all along afterwards, I, you know, it's a crapshoot and you could roll the dice with any of these teams. And including this one, Seahawks at Lions. Seahawks look great in week one and then haven't uh, looked uh, too impressive since then. Detroit hasn't been winning, but they've been proving themselves every week to be competitive. And they've been there. They they should have had the game in Minnesota. They, they lost it late. And um, But in this one, um, give me the Lions at home, 27-24. Yeah, uh, I, I just think the Lions are playing some, even though they're not getting the wins, they are looking really good. And you could tell that they're a legit team. They're buying into the system and that, they're just, they just need to get it going and put it all together, and they will have a complete team. Right now, they're still working through the kinks, and uh, the Seahawks, uh, they're just the trash can team. So I actually have the Lions kicking the crap out of the Seattle Seahawks 27 to 10. All right. Uh, here's a note Titans at Colts. Colts uh, 24-0 lost to Jacksonville, and then, of course, Jacksonville is kind of proving themselves to be better. But we were everybody's wondering what's wrong with the Colts, and then thought that uh, they were going to get blown out against the Chiefs, and the, and then they beat the Chiefs. So that that goes again how the NFL is and the competitive nature. Colts, though, I think are going to turn out to be one of these teams, just like Matt Ryan. He might have a game, a good game or two week. I just don't think he's going to consistently week in and week out be be a solid quarterback. And I think this is one. Uh, I mean, I, I really think the Titans would have beaten the Raiders a lot worse if they just would have kept giving Derrick Henry the ball. He was just running simple up the middle and could not be stopped. And I think uh, he's just he's just a solid beast, and he keeps reminding people. And I know it's early season. You don't want to give him too many carries, and you want to you want to save him, make sure he's healthy for the long run. But I think if they ride with him, they're gonna they're gonna ride to victory in this one. Give me the Titans twenty four seventeen. Uh, yeah, this one was another one where I ju- it was really difficult for me to decide because I can see either team getting the win in this one. Um, it's always uh, division battles are always always iffy. It doesn't matter what goes on coming into this game. Both teams are just ready to go against each other. They know each other so well. Um, I do think the Titans. Uh, they were on the right course last week by giving the ball to Derrick Henry. But also the Colts were on the right course last week with the way they played defense. They played some great defense against Patrick Mahomes. So uh, that shouldn't be taken lightly. And I, that's what I think is going to get them over the hump in this game. I think their defense is going to do just enough, set their offense up in some good positions. And I think the Colts are going to get the win, a close win, 21-20. to 20. All right. Well, here we go. It should be a competitive week because we don't usually disagree this many times. But um, but uh, yeah, every one of these games just about is uh, is a is a pick of me whether it's going to be sloppy or two bad teams, two good teams. Uh, Commanders are Cowboys. Um, this one uh, being the divisional battle, Cowboys being at home, and I think that uh, uh, Cooper's going to drive him enough times to score enough times. Might not be all touchdowns. But will at least uh, be walking off the field having scored points. Uh, maybe more of a field goal back and forth uh, battle that the Cowboys pull away late. Um, give me the Cowboys 19 to 10. Yeah, I, I just uh, watching what uh, Washington did last week, like they, Carson Wentz got sacked nine times. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens against the Dallas defense this week because uh, they are hungry and they're ready to eat. Uh, that would be DeMarcus Lawrence and uh, Micah Parsons on the ends there. They are just killers. And then you got Diggs who, who, who got another interception last week. So this defense is looking prime. Uh, Cooper Rush is just, he's doing, he's just being a game manager doing 
just enough to get us the wind. And so I think the Cowboys are going to do pretty well, actually, against Washington. And in a, a kind of close one, I got Dallas winning 28-17. to 17. All right. Well, good one. And there's no way you could say that and not go to the Ferris Bueller line nine times. <laughs> but so I just have to say that. But, uh, yeah, so we both like the Cowboys there, which uh, we're always one of us is going to be on the Cowboys. Uh, and Cardinals at Panthers. I went against the Panthers two weeks in a row, uh, and I won money off of it uh, last week especially. Um, so uh, I, I ended up bet $20 on them to beat the um, uh, Giants, and they lost that one. But then I won I won $24 on $20 bet, so I'm plus $4 with, uh, with my Panthers. So they got me paid. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so, and in this one, though, there's no way I'm going against them three weeks in a row. Uh, the Cardinals can wish upon a star all they want, but going into Carolina with the Panthers rolling and Baker Mayfield still having something to prove, they're still talking a lot of shit about him because of his completion percentage and everything. But we got uh, – so Chenault, like someone like that, a receiver, it, it, he's a typical Panther, an unknown guy that got an opportunity. We signed him off of the, the – we. We traded for him off of the the Chargers uh, uh, practice squad, and he ran for that sixty eight yard touchdown. And uh, we got we got some speedsters at wide receiver, so don't count that out. And wait till Baker finds his timing. We're taking receipts too. Uh, give me the Panthers twenty seven twenty three. All right. Well, I'm glad you, you, you picked your team this week because yeah. uh, I, I am not picking your team this week. Okay. I, it's hard. I, I, this is another game where I was like, who am I going to pick? Because I don't believe in either team here. But I'm going with Arizona just because I think they're slightly better and I could see them getting a win here. Um, but I really wouldn't be surprised to see your Panthers get the win. Um, but I'm going with Arizona just because I think they're the better team, but they are not playing in any convincing fashion. Uh, I've got Arizona winning a close one, 21-14. to 14. All right. We have at least one incorrect there, but can't all be perfect. Uh, uh, Broncos at Raiders, divisional rivals, you know, the longtime rivalry. Uh, almost like I want to say the Packers and Bears, but they got to stop having those games on TV. I don't care how long a tradition they have. Uh, those games are just getting sloppy. And Aaron Rodgers, until Aaron Rodgers retires, I think he's going to have their number. And then this is one that's been back and forth, but whoever's won the last few has won convincingly. Um, these things used to be back, back in the Romanowski and John Elway days and Tim Brown. and uh, they're, they're just not there. But I do think the Raiders have had some tough luck. They're the only 0-3 team in the league. And I think after this week, uh, every team will have at least one win. Give me the Raiders in a close one, although the, the it's it's a coin toss for me. I just think that uh, Russell Wilson just not hasn't come together yet, and it's going to take some time with that. But with all the turmoil with the Raiders and how they're already talking about Josh McDaniel's job, I think the, the players are going to finally uh, are going to step up and play a little bit harder. Give me twenty three seventeen Raiders. Yeah, you can tell the Raiders are really uh, just itching for a win, obviously, because they're 0-3. Um, Denver just has – their offense is still finding its way. Their offensive line is just really not good. They just aren't clicking at all on the offense, whereas the Raiders actually are. They, they just – they still just need to, you know, work at the kinks, I guess. So I do have the Raiders finally getting a win this week as well, 27-24. All right. Well, sounds good. It's going to be keep the Raider ha fans a little happy and keep them from killing themselves. Um, 
Oh, don't, don't don't call Katie. I haven't called you. I haven't caught your voicemail in a while, but it used to say leave a message or die. Either way, I don't give a shit. But, but I, yeah, all right. <laughs> so, uh, Patriots at Packers. I don't really, I'm starting to see what, what the insiders thought about the Patriots going into the season. And I think the Packers are starting to have some cohesiveness, especially on, on some timing um, there on the uh, offense. Um, I'm going to take the Packers in this one, 27-17. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, it doesn't even look like Mac Jones is going to play this week, and he's not that great anyways, but uh, I mean, Brian Hoyer is the, the next man up, so I don't think uh, New England's going to be getting a lot of offense this week, whereas Green Bay, uh, they seem to slowly be getting things going, but I think this week they're going to break out and uh, get a huge win, 31-6. to All right. One six seven. Okay, and then the Sunday night game, Chiefs at Bucks. Now Mahomes versus Brady. Um, I I think the Chiefs are going to come in angry, and kind of you know you had whatever discussions may have happened this week between Eric Bieniemy, Andy Reid, Mahomes, making sure that they get back on the same page. They don't seem like a team that's going to. If they're a couple, they don't. They might be one of those couples that argues once in a while. Then they, they make up, and I think they've made up and uh, are just going to move forward, being a solid professional team like Andy Reid teams usually are. Uh, the Bucks just haven't uh, – I, I don't know where uh, I feel about them. So give me the Chiefs in this one, 27-20. Uh, for me, I actually just look at it and I take a look at what the Colts defense did against Kansas City's offense last week, and they mollywopped them. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is that much better than the Colts. So I actually think the Tampa Bay Bucks defense is going to uh, have Patty Mahomes running for his life this week. Um, I think uh, the Bucks offensively are going to get it together uh, more so this week. I think Leonard Burnett's going to have a good good game, but I also think uh, Evans is going to have a good game as well since he missed last week. I actually have uh, the Bucks winning uh, 28 to 17. All right. And then we're going to close with you and just uh, give me the prediction. And then the score, we, we have like 20 seconds. I like 49ers over the Rams Monday Night Football, 20 to 17. And I like uh, the Rams over the 49ers, 30 to 21. All right. We made it just in time. Well, thanks, Katie. And uh, we'll see you again. All right.